0: This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Ulligar Church of Christ in Ulligar, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earle. Fire is used throughout the Bible in different ways. It is used as a punishment, as in the case of Sodom and Gomorrah. It has been used as a guide, as in the case of guiding the Israelites by night. It is used as a tool, as in the case of God's voice coming from the burning bush. It is used as a test, as in the case of the fiery furnace. Fire can be both good and bad. Let's take a moment to talk about some of the characteristics of fire. Number one. Fire is a chemical reaction that releases light and heat. Number two, fire requires fuel, oxygen, and heat to burn. Number three, a candle flame typically burns at about 1800 degrees Fahrenheit. Number four, forest fires are extremely dangerous and destructive to humans and wildlife. Number five, Fire is an important ecological tool that can stimulate growth. And number six, fire can be stopped in three different ways. Remove the fuel, remove the oxygen, or remove the heat. Let's turn in our Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 20. This is a chapter that most of us are probably familiar with. Jeremiah here has been put into stocks by Pasher, a priest and chief governor, for prophesying in the name of the Lord. Pasher obviously did not like what Jeremiah was preaching, even though Jeremiah was preaching what God had told him to preach. Let's find out what happens next. Verses 3 through 6. And it happened on the next day that Pasher brought Jeremiah out of the stocks. Then Jeremiah said to him, The Lord has not called your name Pasher, but Magor Misabib. For this says the Lord. Behold, I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends, and they shall fall by the sword of their enemies, and your eyes shall see it. I will give all Judah into the hand of the kings of Babylon, and he shall carry them captive to Babylon and slay them with the sword. Moreover, I will deliver all the wealth of this city, all its produce and all its precious things, all the treasures of the kings of Judah. I will give into the hand of their enemies who will plunder them, seize them and carry them to Babylon. And you, Pasher, and all who dwell in your house shall go into captivity. You shall go into Babylon, and there you shall die and be buried there, you and all your friends to whom you have prophesied lies. Pasher was angry at Jeremiah for what he had preached, so much so that he had put Jeremiah in stocks. He must have been someone who thought he could strong-arm people into doing what he wanted, and he wanted Jeremiah to stop. Strong-arming must have worked for him, because he was clearly trying it with Jeremiah. But even though Jeremiah has been in stocks, as soon as Pasher lets him out, he prophesies to Pasher about what was going to happen to him, and it is nothing good. Basically, Judah would be taken by Babylon, and Pasher and all of his friends would die. Don't you think Pasher was enraged by this? He had just put this guy into stocks for prophesying what he didn't like, and now he is telling him that he and all of his friends would die and his kingdom would go to Babylon. Jeremiah was not to be strong armed, stocks or no stocks. The next section of verses is a prayer that Jeremiah offers to God, verses seven through thirteen. O Lord, you induced me, and I was persuaded. You are stronger than I, and I have prevailed. I am in derision daily, everyone mocks me. For when I spoke, I cried out, I shouted, violence and plunder, because the word of the Lord was made to me a reproach and a derision daily. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart, like a burning fire, shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding it back, and I could not. For I heard many mocking, fear on every side, report, they say, and we will report it. All my acquaintances watched for my stumbling, saying, Perhaps he can be induced. Then we will prevail against him, and we will take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a mighty awesome one. Therefore my persecutors will stumble and will not prevail. They will be greatly ashamed, for they will not prosper. Their everlasting confusion will never be forgotten. But, O Lord of hosts, you who test the righteous and see the mind and heart, let me see your vengeance on them. For I have pleaded my cause before you. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the poor from the hand of evildoers. Jeremiah says that he was persecuted daily for what he was preaching and prophesying. He said that everyone mocked him and that they threatened to report him if he didn't quit. But then he said that even though he tried to hold back, he could not, because God's word was in him like a burning fire. It was a fire that could not be put out. Remember how we talked about the characteristics of fire at the beginning of this study? Let's now think about that fire that was in Jeremiah for the word of God as compared to real fire. What did the fire in Jeremiah need? It needed fuel, and that fuel was the word of God. As Jeremiah was told more and more of what to say, the bigger that fire burned inside him, he couldn't let all of those people be lost without doing something. Fire also needs oxygen. God is the oxygen. Fire has to have oxygen to keep burning, and it seeks it out. This is why we have candle snuffers. We set it over the candle, taking away the oxygen, and it goes out. In order for Jeremiah's fire to keep burning, he had to be continually seeking God. The last thing that fire needs is heat, and that came from Jeremiah's heart. Fire needs a place in which to burn, and as it burned in his heart, it changed him. He tried to hold it back, but he could not. Jeremiah went through many persecutions when he was preaching and prophesying in the name of God. He was mocked and reproached for what he said to the people. Even so, God kept giving Jeremiah the words to say. He kept giving Jeremiah fuel. That fuel burned within him. He had to let the fire out. Jeremiah turned to God, the oxygen, when he needed help or comfort, and God helped him to prevail. Jeremiah's heart burned with the word of God, and he was able to go through all of the trials, mockings, reproaches, and persecutions because he knew that God was on his side. God is on our side too. If we keep the fuel of his word in our hearts, keep seeking him, our oxygen, and use our hearts to store the word of God, God is going to help us prevail, just as he helped Jeremiah. Thank you so much, ladies, for taking the time to listen. And always remember to teach others diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bible Way Media at BibleWayMedia.org.